0: Hey guys, I'm Bethany.
1: And this is not Kristen.
0: That is true.
1: This is Dalton.
0: It is still looking for the middle though.
1: We have changed up some things. It is a Christian's guide to modern dating.
0: That is true. If you are listening and you are like, who in the world is this guy and why in the world is he here? You probably ought to go back to last week. There's
1: a little bit of a shock factor. There is. When you are waiting on a woman's voice and then <laughs> it's, it's not you. a super deep voice, but still coming it's through there, deep. it'll throw you off a little bit.
0: Yeah. So we're glad Dalton is here for now, you know,
1: I'm glad he's here too,
0: (laughs) but yes, for real, if you have, if you have no idea what's going on, um, short version, Kristen got married last summer or last spring, moved to Kentucky with her husband, Kevin. Um, and we just, we, a big part of this podcast was that we hung out and recorded it together and that piece was missing and it just wasn't the same. So, uh, Kristen will be in and out when she's in town, where there's no, like, bad blood. There's no big deal. Like, it's just... No beef. Thing, Yeah, things change. Dalton is here. We actually work together, so he's around all the time, and...
1: She is blessed by my presence in the (laughs) office constantly.
0: That's up for debate. Anyway, we thought we had to bring on a guy's perspective, um maybe uh, g- just give it a little different insight into some of the questions that you guys have, some of the issues we face. And also we know we have guys that listen because there's not really a male equivalent to this podcast. Well, now there doesn't have to be because it's all in one. So we're really excited. Uh, today we are going to be talking about expectations. So before we do that though, let's run through our normal housekeeping things at the top of the show. First thing, if you don't follow us on social media, uh, you should do that. Uh, we are on there occasionally, which I'm really trying to do better at posting more. You got to work on the meme Mondays. I know, because they always end up being meme Wednesdays <laughs> or Thursdays. Been an in occasional this
1: occasional meme Friday. In, in
0: this case, I know, today's Thursday. I'm like, oh, I never did that. I'm so sorry. Anyway, LFTM Podcast is our Instagram handle. That's where we are more active. Uh, but if you want to follow us on Facebook, it is looking for the middle podcast there as well. We also have a newsletter that comes out every Thursday after the episodes air on Wednesday. We'll have links to maybe books we're reading, things that are helpful for us, or maybe even things we mentioned in the episode. So if you don't subscribe to that, you can do that at our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. Uh, there's a subscribe button, I think, up in like the top right. So Should check. I subscribe to that? Probably, just so you know what's <laughs> going on around here. <laughs>
1: Don't want to
0: be lost, so yeah, check those out. Also, if you are a girl, we have a girls' Facebook group, and I'm trying to talk Dalton into starting one for the guys if we get enough guys who want that. So let us know if you do. We'll need some feedback and support before yes, we jump into that. I know, I'm just saying it is just for the girls where we can, um, you guys can get to know each other. We kind of have a one way thing going here where we talk a lot and y'all listen, but y'all don't ever get to interact with each other. So we have had. A ton of fun over the summer. We've done a Bible study in the Facebook group. We had a meetup back, it's been several weeks ago now, but it's been really fun to get to know people and y'all get to know each other. So that is LFTM community on Facebook if you want to join that. Okay. Enough of the housekeeping stuff. So today's my question of the day. Uh Are you ready? No. What is, well, what, ready or not, here it comes. What is your biggest driving pet peeve? Like when you peeve, have a when, when, when you have a car, well, um, not had some is car important. trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, having the car is really important. Driving pet peeve: um, I cannot stand it; drives me up a wall when people ride your rear end, go around you, yeah. and then get stuck in the car right in front of you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it, dr- it drives me insane. Did you really gain anything from flying around me, and now you're one car ahead? You're
0: of gonna me. get there Two seconds faster. Not even two seconds. That's true.
1: Because then I have the temptation to do the exact same thing to you. (laughs) Drives me a wall.
0: Um, I yeah, that is true. I just get yeah, I get annoyed when people do that. But I'm I'm not the fastest of drivers, so I normally stay in the I'm not anymore. The slower
1: lane. You know, speeding tickets will get you to slow down.
0: That is true. I um I've only ever had one speeding ticket in my life.
1: I've had two. And both of them came since I moved to this state.
0: <laughs> so Kentucky's a little more lax?
1: Yeah, but okay. In my defense, first of all, Kentucky doesn't have speeding cameras, or at least that I knew uh. of. Oh. Second of all, the first one came when I first moved here. So I was driving down a road that I did not know the speed limit on, and I didn't know it was a school zone. Oh. So I got busted on that one. Those will get you. And then... I drove down another road, and it said between the hours of this time and this time, and it was some really obscure time, like 3.32 or something ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't know what time you couldn't go a yeah. certain speed, because it was the first time I was on that road, so I got busted by a speeding camera. So I, speed limit. Just,
0: yeah. Tried the speed limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought of this question on my way here today because I experienced one of my biggest pet peeves is the person who drives along for who knows how long with their blinker on and you're kind of going along in separate lanes for a while and they have their blinker on and just when you think, okay, they just have their blinker on, they're not actually going to get over so you kind of sp- beat up to get around them then they decide Mm -hmm. to get over as you're accelerating into the back of their car basically and i was like oh i have a question of the day because that's so annoying
1: i I I have waved people in so many times and i'll just sit there and i'll keep waving and waving (laughs) and waving and and i'll get tired of it and of course it's after waving for 15 to 30 seconds then they come in
0: and they like slow down as they do it yeah it's like okay i don't want to like throw anything off so let me slow down while i get over it's really annoying so okay Like
1: you have road rage
0: I don't. Mm. I I don't. I really don't. You can this ask people. I I'm not a road. I'm telling you, I'm a grandma. I drive in the slow lane. I probably cause more road rage than I have.
1: Okay, well that's fair.
0: <laughs> okay, well that was a fun question of the day. I'm congratulating myself. I realize now that I say that. Yep. But a little
1: prideful. <laughs> so, but we'll work on it.
0: Still. Okay. So we're going to be talking about expectations today. Um, we're going to be talking about like expectations going into like first dates and then maybe like even the first few dates. Cause after that, all bets are off. You're on your own in your own relationship from there. But let's talk a little bit about, okay, what can you expect like from this podcast going forward too? like, what is it going to be the same? Is it going to be different? Here's what to expect kind of thing. So first Dalton, do you have any big topics or things that are like really important to you when it comes to dating that you want to like educate the people on? Well, I
1: do want to stress that this isn't a rebrand.
0: True,
1: we've literally chopped one word out of the the title. Instead of a Christian girls' guide to dating, it's just a Christian's guide to dating. Um, so I, we're not rebranding. The Good show point. is not completely changing. Those of you that have stayed faithfully and listened, first of all, thank you. Uh, but we want to keep you around. This isn't a rebrand. Stick around. There's going to be some interesting stuff that we're going to talk about. There's going to be a lot of blooper reels, so please <laughs> yes. enjoy that. We've already started the day off with that. So, first of all, thank you. Stick around. Yeah. More to come. Um, for me, being a somebody that's in ministry, which the first time I was on here, it was right as I was transitioning into this full-time ministry position, And then we recorded the most recent one, been about halfway through it. This is the first time really in full-time ministry, but I have a pastor's heart. So I love to look at these things in the way that I would shepherd people and walk people through how they approach dating, how they approach life. So I'm really very much looking forward to the shepherding pastoral side of things. But at the same time, I can be very opinionated, as you have learned
0: he can. I and agree.
1: It's going to be really fascinating on the days where I'm feeling very opinionated and I haven't had enough coffee because I might get on some soapboxes that will either entertain <laughs> yeah. you or make you very mad. Which
0: if any of you guys are like super um, coffee experts, coffee snob stare I say please reach out to Dalton and y'all can like talk about coffee together y'all know I do not drink coffee and he like I'm we're sitting in his office recording right now and the setup he has I don't even know what half of these contraptions are um so he it, he's a little disappointed in me most days when he gets really excited about coffee and then I'm like oh Great!
1: I just made a Yay. lovely iced coffee with a pour over. It was fantastic. She yeah, had no idea what like was going hand
0: on. Hand grinder thing for the coffee. I thought he was like is like a pepper grinder. I was like, what are you doing anyway? I had no idea what's going on. So I
1: was gonna say you'll learn, but you really won't.
0: I I just don't care. That would yeah, that would
1: require <laughs> you to actually care.
0: So if any of you guys are like super into that stuff, you have a kindred spirit in Dalton. Not so much me, but that's beside the point. Anyway, so yeah.
1: But I will say also, just candid conversations. I mean, we Mm -hmm. have a lot of conversations behind closed doors, behind a podcast microphone, pretty much everywhere. So it's going to be candid and honest conversations. You might not agree with everything that we say, which is kind of the point. Yeah. (laughs) We're all just trying to figure this thing out. So enjoy the candid conversations. Enjoy disagreeing with us, agreeing with us. Let us know, too. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge us on it. I don't agree with that, and here's why. And we can actually have a conversation about it. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to authentic conversation. Yeah. I think it's the biggest part of it, and, and allowing you to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. You I'm excited. Oh uh, Not me. You're yeah. going to allow me to be a part no, of I it. I don't want you to be a part of it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, so then getting personal for a second, Kristen and I have always been open and candid, single, not, whatever. So where are you in the dating realm so to speak so it gives a little more perspective to your perspective single as a pringle okay (laughs) that's all we need to know okay so do you want to jump in are we ready okay so i will say off the top at this point for me my main expectation like going into a first date and really the first several is just to have enough clarity at the end of it to be able to decide whether i want to go on another date or not Mm -hmm. um and if that happens, then in my mind, that date was successful. Even if the clarity is that I don't want to, or he doesn't want to anymore. That was successful because in those early dates, I feel like that you're obviously, yes, you want to have fun, you want to enjoy it and you want to get to know the person, but you're not making long-term decisions in those first few dates. No, all you're is, really, <laughs> about that. all you're really deciding is, do I want to do this again with this person? And if you can get clarity on that either way, it's a success in my mind.
1: So let me ask, how do you get that clarity?
0: I think you just have to go into it with not tons of expectations mm-hmm. and say, let this be what it is. I'm a huge proponent of asking good questions. Um, yeah. It keeps conversation going. It also, it tells you a lot about a person. If you ask good questions, you see how they interact with them Um You also get to know a lot more of what someone really thinks, whether it's trivial things or whether it's serious things as you're getting to know that person. If you ask a lot of yes or no questions, or you don't really encourage conversation from that standpoint, you don't get to know enough about that person to make that decision. So I think a lot of it's in the conversation, but then at the same time, a lot of it's in, okay, we went to dinner as cliche as it sounds a lot of times, how do they treat the waiter? How do they treat the wait staff? How do they, um, treat people that you come into contact with? Are they considerate of you? Are they, you know, just picking up on those things. And then if you go do some sort of activity, the age old putt-putt, if you will, are they a good sport? Are they a sore loser? Because I am planning to win. Um, and all that, you know, you can tell a lot about someone from that.
1: Uh, if we go play putt-putt, just expect me to end up on the ground treating it as a pool cue. <laughs> At least once. I
0: also will not win. I go into it planning to, but I talk a really big game.
1: I so. don't talk a big game. I just dominate. That's what it is. just how you roll. But like, you have to do it in such a way as a guy where, okay, clearly I'm not letting you win. Right. Because that's just not happening. You're not going to have a good impression coming out of it unless you're really competitive we're not playing that game. Yeah. But I'm not going to absolutely smoke you to where you're not having any fun. There needs to be a balance.
0: I have to think I have a chance for yes. most of it. Okay. So I will say this too. I hate it when, I hate it when a guy lets me win. Oh, that's dumb. Okay.
1: It that, that has never made sense to me. It doesn't make you, sense to me either. What are you trying to accomplish in letting her win?
0: Yeah. I. It leaves a really bad impression. It would, would...
1: make her feel good about herself. She's going to feel bad about you. And either this guy is absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trash at whatever thing we're doing yeah. or he has a very low estimation of who yes.
0: I am. Yeah. Don't, um, either don't plan something you're bad at or make it obvious that you're legitimately bad at whatever it is. hundred percent. Okay. So summarize paragraph for Dalton. What is your expectation going into like a first or an early date or something like that?
1: Well, I want to go off the communication thing that you just talked about, um, Because you talked about wanting to be a person that asks really good questions. I do want to make a differentiation here between asking really good questions and interviewing someone.
0: Yes. Because that
1: happens a lot on dates. You'll come in with, I have all these questions that I want to ask, and it turns into an interview really quickly. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? And, I mean, you're not asking his geopolitical point of view, but you can fall into the trap of making it an interview where the other person feels like, okay, they're just checking a box to make yeah. sure they ask me a lot of good questions. I want to see in the conversation that when I ask you a question, it's not, you're just giving me a response, but you're making conversation out of it. Yes. Can you keep the conversation going? Yeah. Because I don't want to ask you a question. You answer the question and then that's it. Okay. Well, I got to ask another question. <laughs> yeah. That's just straight interview format.
0: Yeah. Well, and another thing I, um, I have to be super conscious of, and I've worked on it over the years, you will not be surprised by this, is I can talk a lot. And if someone doesn't respond fast enough or come up with an answer fast enough, well, I'll just keep going. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, girls, I think this is probably, this was probably something that is more an us issue in that when there's an awkward silence, we feel like we just need to fill it. Or even if it's not awkward, if it's just silence, we need to fill it. And so if you ask a question, especially if you have this list of questions that you're going to talk about, you've thought about them, you know your answers, you're ready to go. Well, this person, this innocent bystander sitting across the table from you hasn't heard all of your questions. They don't know what's coming. So it may take a second for them to process and really get to an answer to your question. Let that happen Yeah. because it'll tip over into that interview style with a little bit of a bulldozer side to it. If you ask a question and they kind of fumble, well, um, you know, and they're kind they're formulating thoughts and they're trying to get it out and you barely let them answer. And then you're saying, okay, well, and you're trying to just help them along or fill in the silence or get to, you know, make it not awkward or whatever. Then you're going to go on to your next question and it's just going to repeat this cycle. Let, let the conversation build a little, let it be what it is. Don't feel like you have to just control everything we have a bad tendency for that too
1: yeah i had a history teacher in high school that one of our projects that he had us work on is learning how to speak publicly about current events and issues and so he would have us come up there and we had to talk for a minute straight about current events whatever issue he gave us he only told us in the moment when we got up there Oh. but the rule was you cannot say but or like out of context okay and you can't say uh um um mm, You can't say any of those things for 60 straight seconds. Wow. But that taught me a lot about conversation. So for me, when I'm having a conversation with someone, I mean, I'll still, um, I'll do that. Right. To fill in a gap if I'm really genuinely thinking about it. But a lot of times, if you ask me a question, I'll pause and be silent for a second. I'll I'll also stop making eye contact with you because I have, I'm the type of person I have to fix my eyes on something that is immovable to think better. Pause, (laughs) think for a second, and then give a response. So silence is not a bad thing. If it's sustained silence, that's a bad sign. Yes. That's a yellow flag, if not a red flag. Yeah. But if it's momentary silence where you can clearly tell they're formulating a thought, you should actually be okay with that and thankful for that because they're giving you something that's thoughtful. They're not just throwing something off the cuff, but they want to give you a thoughtful answer that you might appreciate a little bit more just be patient and allow them to get there. Yeah. It's hard at first because you want the conversation to continue going. You want to feel like everything's going well. But sometimes those thoughtful answers lead to the best conversations.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the goal in all of this is to quickly move past a question-answer format in general because you want to get to a place where it's just a conversation. It's not, oh, let me think of a question to ask this person it's,
1: it goes from structured to natural.
0: Exactly. That's the goal. So the goal is not to get through this list of questions. The goal is to find out the answers to your questions when it comes to what you want to know about this person without having to ask the question, because you're just talking to this person.
1: Well, and that's one of the things that I have down here for expectations is that um, she engages in the conversation is willing to keep it going. Mm-hmm. But that really does start to develop into natural conversation If we're three or four dates in and it's still a structured conversation where I'm asking those filler questions, get to know you questions, icebreaker questions, we're not going anywhere. No. It's just... No. There is no match, no chemistry there. And I don't talk a lot about chemistry. It's not... Define your terms on chemistry, by the way. But it is... There is this connection of where... Does it just work between Mm -hmm. the two of us? Are we able to have good conversations? Do we laugh together? Are we okay with hard moments together? That's what you're trying to figure out in these early stages. And you won't have it all figured out. But the communication part is the biggest piece. Yeah. Because if in the first few dates you can't figure out how to communicate, you are setting yourself up for disaster. Yeah. I mean, That's the majority of dating and then ultimately going into marriage is communicating.
0: Right. Well, yeah. And I know for me, yeah, I mean, if – First dates, if they're awkward, if they're what, like, I just chalk that up to first date yeah. stuff. If we at least, if it wasn't horrible, like, we at least had a good time and there were awkward moments, and I said this and he said that, and it was weird, and okay, we chalk it up to first date. I don't put a lot of stock in that. But you've laid a foundation then for you know how to be around each other. Mm-hmm. It's not weird anymore. If on that second date, it's not any better. I might give it a third one. Yeah, depend. I mean, that just depends on the specific situation. But yeah, I don't think you have to go through that for four, five, six, seven dates. If no, the, if in the first couple, that's not there, that's fine. And I think talking about like chemistry, that's where some people put way too much stock in chemistry mm-hmm. and assume before you even go out with someone, oh, we don't have chemistry, we're not going to get along. And that's where I say, okay, no, that's problematic. But I'm not going to say, okay, just give it 10 dates for chemistry to build. You know pretty quickly whether you click yeah. that intangible or not. And it may take time to really delve into that more. But you know pretty quickly, okay, I want to keep doing this or I don't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, even if it's because we didn't click or you know the taboo subject a lot of times, I'm just not attracted to them that's okay. Like it's okay for those be reasons you don't want to keep going out with someone. Those shouldn't be your only expectations going into something, bringing it back to this conversation, but it's okay if those are expectations you have, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I know we're going to talk in the coming episodes about what to look for when you're, you're starting today, what to expect uh, before going into the dates, even what to look for, what not to look for, comparing uh, Christian stereotypes going into dating, but you, you don't want to have all of these different expectations that if they're not met within the first date, it's you chalk it up as a failure and walk away. Yeah. Give it, give it a chance. Yes. And I think that's a lot of where things go wrong, either on the guy's level or on the girl's level, is you just you haven't given it a chance to start out. Mm-hmm. You almost come into the first date of, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them do them. And yeah. see, but you really have no optimism going into it. So you're not even giving it a chance.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, that's where Kristen and I always differed a little bit. She was very much more, she has to have this attraction. She had to have like these things before even a first date or she wouldn't even consider it. And I always said, I mean, I've gone out with guys before. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super attracted to them. Like, I don't know, but I'll go. And we had a blast. And I think that can build. Well, but look, I don't think you have to give it forever.
1: Let me add the caveat. I don't think you have to be just blown away with the person to go out with them on a date. No. I do still think there has to be some sort of attraction there. Yep. If you if you see someone, someone asks you out, you personally, and you have zero attraction whatsoever, are you going yeah. out with them?
0: If a person walked up on the street or i get approached at gas stations that's my go-to spot if i want to feel good about myself mm. um, <laughs> if the guy walks up and i'm there's no, no i'm not even gonna entertain the thought of it nine times out of ten even if i did find him attractive probably still wouldn't entertain the thought of it because we're standing at a gas station that's beside the point but that, that type of situation where someone I don't know at all just walks up and I'm not attracted to them, nope, not going to okay. happen.
1: Yeah, I'm not concerned about the your quick trip romances. No. If you know this person. <laughs> okay, that's
0: what I was going to say, though. If But if you know them. Um, Even if
1: you don't know them super well and there is zero attraction, are you going?
0: There has to be something. I, I, that's always what I've said. Like... I if I'm not attracted to them physically, I think that can build over time. If I think they're hilarious or we we can sit and have a conversation for 30, 45 minutes and just really enjoy the conversation, then they're like, hey, I'd really like to take you to dinner. Yes, I'm going to go.
1: For me, there has to be some sort of small level of attraction. Yeah. Ha- it, that's for me.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I'm not saying I'm sitting there and I'm repulsed by the way this person looks. Right. But it's almost more of a, oh... I never thought of them that
1: way before. But it also, you have to define what is attraction. That's true. Again, we'll talk about this in a later episode, but attraction is not just the surface level. Well, do they look good? Uh -uh. No, not at all. In fact, for me, that shouldn't even be the primary subject when it comes to attraction. Because everyone has different things that they are attracted to in terms of looks, in terms of personalities. You have to weigh all of those factors. Yeah. But if it's someone that... For a guy, because I'm really the one that's supposed to be leading in the asking, how if a friend of mine looks at me and says, you should really ask that person out, and there is nothing on an attractional level, Mm -hmm. but they're like, they're a good person. Yeah. I'm just not going to be convinced in that moment. Now, if we're we're around people a lot, the same people a lot, that might change. Yeah. But in that moment, you will not be able to convince me, hey, you should go shoot your shot, when I have no confidence in the shot in the first
0: place. Yeah, and I think going that route there's a it's there's a little bit of a difference with guys and girls especially when it comes to like the traditional roles they play in this mm-hmm. because if a guy asks me out that I'm not necessarily attracted to I can give it time to see if that happens or it doesn't and then say hey look I really appreciate you taking the time I enjoyed myself but I just don't see much past a friendship connection here that's easy for me to say.
1: Just don't say I'm not attracted to you.
0: No, but when you're the guy who has done the asking out and then you're kind of like, oh, huh? I don't know. I feel like the stakes are a little bit higher because you're the one doing the, – there's a perceived interest level that's a little bit greater from the get-go because you're the one that said, hey, let's go out. I feel like the stakes are a little higher, and I get yeah. that for guys. Like I'm just saying I agree with you because I see how that that could be – uh, there's a little more perceived investment from the get-go when yes. it's to do guys. So I get that.
1: Yeah. You just get you to be wise with how you handle it. Um, there, there is a lot of pressure and we, I think we talked about this uh, when I was first on here, there is a lot of pressure on the guy in mm-hmm. the very outset. There's pressure on the guy to ask her out. There's pressure on the guy to plan, coordinate, make sure everything runs smoothly to make sure conversation. Like there's a lot of, Pressure, but on the other side of it, I do still, I expect the the person that I'm going out with. So if you say yes, even though the pressure is on me Mm -hmm. to plan, to pay, to whatever we're talking about here, there's still some pressure on you to make it work.
0: 100%.
1: You should be, in in my words, comfortable, authentic, and honest. Yeah. If you walk into this state and you're really rigid and you're really not that comfortable, I'm going to either think there's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with you, but this isn't working. (laughs) Yeah. But if you're yourself, I understand there's going to be nerves around a first date. Yeah. That's just part of it. But if you're yourself and truly authentic and honest about who you are about your life, I am much more apt to say, let's go out again.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So let's now, if you were done, I don't want to like cut off any whatever. Um, I we both made a list here of our expectations mm-hmm. going into a first date. I we kind of have mindsets, expectations of the guy, and then expectations of the date in general. Um, so I just mirrored that. Yes. Yeah, so let I'm gonna run through these, and then Dalton will go through his, and we can bounce them off each other. And then from a guy's perspective, you can tell me if I'm being unreasonable or if this is normal or whatever. Okay. Go. So. First ones of the guy. I expect him to communicate that this is, in fact, a date. Not a, hey, we should hang out. Not a, hey, what are you doing Friday night? Let's go to a movie. I'm going, okay, is this a date? I don't know. Like, I expect him to make it clear, I want to take you out to get to know you on a date. Is that too much to ask?
1: No, but I will add a, a little bit of a, a different twist to this. Okay, because language is important. Yeah. I don't necessarily say you you have to explicitly say this is a date. Fair enough. Because there are ways that people word things where it's it should be pretty obvious, even though we like to overthink things. If a guy walks up to you and says, hey, I'd love to take you out and get to know you, oh, that should be pretty obvious. I know
0: that's a date. But if a guy says, hey, let's hang out.
1: Hang out? That's what a friend says to another friend. Yeah. Guys, don't say that. Yeah. I try not to say that. Just it, it's not worth it because it leaves so much miscommunication and confusion. So I agree with you on that, but with the caveat of you don't have to explicitly use the word date. No. But you need to be pretty obvious with the way that you're saying it and the way that you're wording it that yeah. it is a date. Because okay. on the flip side of that, I expect a girl to understand it's a date.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Is that, that's the top one on your list?
1: Yes. <laughs> hey,
0: great minds.
1: Yeah. I, because... I don't want to say, hey, I would love to take you out and get to know you. And you say, yeah, that'd be great. And at the end of it, you say, it's good hanging out and getting to know friends. Or, Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, that one, that one's a rough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, that shouldn't be the case. Like, if a guy says, I want to take you out, that's obvious.
0: Either he wants to buy you dinner or there's a sniper on the roof. That, one or the other. That could be it as well. Yeah, okay, got
1: it. But I don't think we're talking about murder here. Why, why is it that women are so obsessed with murder? Help me understand this. I don't. It's all of the murder podcasts, oh, the murder TV shows, Kristen and the I books. J- joked. We
0: have a dating podcast because we couldn't we couldn't cut it as true crime podcasters. But that's all I listen to, and the Office
1: ladies. Yeah, but I am I am frightened by this reality because it's becoming the norm, and I'm fearful that women are starting <laughs> to figure out a way in which they are trying to create a society without men.
0: Oh no, that would be awful. Normally, it's the dude who's the killer.
1: That is not always the case. The the women now are trying to flip the script. It's the dude that's the killer (laughs) in in the podcast, but they're trying to figure out, can I do this? Can I
0: pull this off? No, okay, so the one, my favorite kinds of true crime podcasts are actually the ones where someone has been, like, convicted of a crime or they're in jail, but it really seems like they didn't do Mm -hmm. it. So they spend the whole season of this podcast investigating, whatever. I listen to, there's one, it's called In the Dark, season two is about this guy who was in in jail, on death row, convicted for a quadruple homicide, I think. But because of this, po- like, it was very sketchy. The prosecutor was super shady. But throughout, because of this podcast, the case got appealed. It got reopened. It went to the United States Supreme Court and his conviction. Like, they accomplished what they were trying to do.
1: This shows how vastly different people we are. <laughs> Because the podcasts I listen to are... Right now, I just finished up one on John MacArthur. Don't, don't be all holier to, than thou. No, I mean, not all of them are holy. Like Some of them are just Braves baseball okay, or okay. Georgia football or things like that. But yeah, I don't spend my time thinking about murders and convicted <laughs> murderers. It's, just, it's not as fascinating to me. I, Murder, I she almost...
0: Wrote. Okay, so before I majored in interior design, I was in criminal justice. I almost... I And I still wish I had gone to law school a little bit, but I had people tell me there was no point as a good Christian girl to go to law school because you just need to get married and have kids. And now as a 35-year-old single woman, I'm like, I should have gone to law school. Like, I really wish I had done that. The Lord is sovereign. You get what I'm saying, though. Um, So that whole, all of that's just always been interesting to me. Not the actual murder part as much.
1: I don't know how we fully got off on this rabbit trail. I'm so sorry. Um, you start
0: you wanted to know about True Crime Podcast and I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Communication about dating. So we know it's a date. Great. Yep. Second thing, I expect the guy to pay on the first date.
1: Yeah, for me that if, should be pretty straightforward. Okay.
0: And I feel like in today's society, like it's a dying breed of us that or even guys who go into it fully expecting to pay and not even i don't know i don't know if it's feminism i don't know if they're afraid they're going to offend the girl well but in, in today's
1: society yes in the christian cir- circles it should not be
0: i agree okay
1: yeah i mean i i think that one's actually pretty straightforward a guy should be paying and taking on that responsibility if you want to call it that um i, I think it shows a level of interest and a level of care that i'm willing to spend some money on this yeah now, on the
0: flip side of that... It can be, let's get burgers and go sit in a park
1: yeah. and talk. Like, Don't expect something no. extravagant on the first date.
0: An extravagant first date actually makes me really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I don't know this person. If you want to plan a really extravagant 10th date, great. That's so sweet. You care about me. You know me. You know what I would like. Mm-hmm. But the pressure that comes with a really extravagant first date... Huh.
1: Now, I am not the person that says if you set the bar high, then you have to keep going above no. and beyond. Like there's the the old running jokes of never get a really nice present on your first anniversary <laughs> yeah. because then you're going to have to top that the next year. That's that's a load of malarkey for yeah. me. I don't believe in that. I don't subscribe to that. But in this situation on a first date, yeah. If you plan something extravagant, it's not that you're setting the bar too high. You're distracting from the main thing. Yeah. Like, you can go and plan something fun and go throw axes, That, which, by the way, that is fun. I've
0: never done it. Oh, that's
1: a blast. Okay, I need and to do And anybody can do it. Um, oh,
0: thanks. <laughs>
1: yeah, a- anybody can <laughs> do it. I picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But plan- you can plan something fun or you can plan something casual where the conversation is the main topic. It should be.
0: Dinner and a movie is not a good first date I, idea. I, I, it's so oh, cliche. You, and I oh, oh I thought you were about to say movie. you like, but you can't talk. Well, you can if talk you, at dinner. Well, you but, can, but you go to dinner, you had this like, oh, it's a first date. It's kind of awkward. Sort of, and then you go sit in silence for two hours.
1: I'm okay with dinner and a walk. Yes. But I'm still not fascinated by a first date dinner. Now, at the, all? The cliche is coffee.
0: Yeah, but I don't for like me, coffee. That's days. also the
1: obsession of coffee. So I'm being <laughs> yeah. selfish in choosing coffee. But coffee shops are comfortable. You can sit at. They're designed for conversation. That's all well and good. But I still, and I've done this in the past. I can't say I haven't done. Yeah. This, and it's worked out well sometimes. But it's just it's very cliche. Like, go go do something that's a little bit different. Yeah. That shows that you actually put some genuine thought into this.
0: My. Go to, like, if someone asks, hey, what do you want to do on a first date? My favorite th- first dates are sporting events. They don't have to be professional. Like, it doesn't have to be any big thing. But you go. probably to shirt softball team. Th- a step up from that, probably.
1: <laughs> because there's not a step down. <laughs>
0: it's true. But if you go to a sporting event, you can talk. There's something to, like... You don't have to sit there and intensely look at each other's eyes the whole time. Like, you can watch the game. Um, there's plenty of people watching that can go on. You can laugh, joke, whatever. But then if there those inevitable just awkward silences on a first date, okay, well, something's going on that you can talk about on the field. Even if it's, hey, as a girl, I don't understand what's going on. Explain it to me. You can always pull that one, too.
1: i tell you, minor league baseball. Oh, that's fun. Minor league hockey.
0: I've never been to a minor league hockey game.
1: Those are a blast. Okay. You, and you've got to go to one of those. There, because I didn't understand hockey I when I say, first started going. I have no going. clue what's going on. I didn't either. But I kept asking, because I went with my roommate who's an ex-hockey player. I kept asking oh. him all of these questions. I've learned it now, and I, I love hockey. Is there hockey. a
0: team around
1: here? There is. Okay. <laughs> uh, just literally down the road from where we are right now. Okay. Um, so we do have a team. But it's a lot of fun, even if you don't understand it, because you have people getting absolutely blasted. Yeah. It's fast-paced and there's multiple built-in breaks in the game
0: because oh, with hockey true. you
1: have 3 periods and 2 intermissions.
0: Oh yeah. So, so it's you, not just like halftime.
1: Yeah. So okay. you have two different gaps of where you can carry on a little bit longer conversation without the distraction of the game. You can get up and walk around the arena, come back to your seat, yeah. go get drinks, whatever so minor league hockey is actually a good one okay but i do think sporting events are good i've done this before because it's exactly what you're describing you don't have to carry a conversation for all three hours Mm -mm. you can go and watch a game but minor league games are such that you're not really invested that much in it true if i'm rolling into a braves game don't expect to talk to me (laughs) i'm going to be talking to the players fair enough Like, I offered them money from out in the outfield or whatever if they will strike somebody out. I still owe a Braves pitcher. He doesn't know this, but I owe a Braves pitcher $5 because he struck somebody out for me. So, don't expect me to be paying attention if we go to a major league sporting event. Georgia football? I'm not even inviting you. (laughs)
0: I was gonna say, why would you even take someone? I will not
1: ask a girl out and say, "Let's go to a Georgia football game," because I'm not even looking at you, talking to you. That sounds like awful. Way
0: down the road, relationship level.
1: Yes, (laughs) way down the road. That sounds awful.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: But I just know myself and how much I get into those games that it would be wrong of me to bring. Yeah, even if she was a
0: big fan too, and enjoy like now. Hold on. Oh, okay. That is a
1: difference. If she is a big fan and actually understands what's going on, yeah, and is the type of person where in between breaks, because there, if you go to a football game, especially well, a big football game, there are a ton breaks. of breaks. Yeah. If she's a big fan and is cool with doing the same thing of we're watching the game and we'll talk in between, that's a little bit different. Okay. But if you don't care about football and I know you're going to be bored to death if someone's not talking to you, you just shouldn't just go don't, with don't even
0: go there. Um. Okay. So then that, this segues into my next is I do expect a guy to put some, and I underlined some effort into planning yes. it. I'm not, I, and I don't think anyone should be the princess that says, Oh, you asked me on a date, plan every second of it and get back to me. But if you ask me out, today's a Thursday. If someone said, Hey, next Friday, let's go with, I don't know. I, I want to take you to dinner. Let's, or let's go out. I want to get your name. Okay, great. If we get around to Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and I'm like, he hasn't. I mean, we've texted, but he hasn't really mentioned what we're doing, where we're going. Maybe guys don't understand this as much. I need to know what we're doing, so I know what you to, wear. Yep. I gotta to wear. I got to figure out to wear. I don't know if we're going to be outside. I don't know what to do with my hair. Like, what shoes to wear? Like, there's mm-hmm. there's more to it. And so I'm not saying you have to plan every plan this elaborate thing and have every second figured out, but. By two or three days ahead of time, I need to know, hey, especially depending on how well I know you, I want to know where we're going so that I can know the area, so that I can make sure someone else knows where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's like, hey, let's meet here. I want We'll get dinner, and then there's a couple options. We can do whatever later. That's fine. Yeah. Is that a reasonable thing to expect of a guy?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it shows a, a genuine interest if you're actually putting some thought and planning into it yeah if it's off the cuff one of two things either you really have no idea what's going on in the area around you and you're just trying to figure it out or you really just don't care that much
0: yeah so if it gets to that day or two beforehand and he hasn't said anything i mean i've been in situations where i'm like part of me just wants to be like forget it i don't even want to go and then it's like okay i feel dumb asking what we're doing no i think it's okay okay
1: i think it's okay to ask because the exact reasons you just lined out some guys are just blissfully unaware
0: okay
1: i mean i grew up with an older sister i get that i understand the whole you plan your hair your outfit (laughs) you have to plan all of these things around what you're doing Mm -hmm. guys it's just you show up and do so it, it is different. And a lot of guys didn't grow up with a sister or haven't dated a lot and don't understand yeah. that. Like I have, I've dated quite a bit. That sounds awful. I've been in so, a couple long-term relationships. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So I like, I get that aspect yes. of it. And it is very kind of you to communicate and say what's going on. But if he hasn't, don't assume the worst At least give him the benefit of the doubt. See if he's a blissfully unaware person. If he just says, oh, you'll figure it out when you get there. Ha ha. Not cool. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Not cool because he doesn't get it.
0: And and going back to an earlier conversation we had here. um, In today's day and age, if a guy says, oh, we'll figure it out when we get there. I'm assuming he's an axe murderer. It'll be a surprise when you get there. Axe throwing. (laughs) See, no, um, okay, so that is helpful to know because that's one that I'm always just like I don't even know, and I have had guys where, you know, maybe we met online or whatever, and he was coming here, even if it was just from within Georgia, he was coming here to yeah. take me out, and he his and the guy said, hey, look, I don't know what's around there, I don't know what's good part of town, bad, part- like I don't know, so d- I want to take you to dinner, decide where you want to go, and let me know, and then he made reservations and planned and whatever, like. That's a really easy way of handling that too from a guy's perspective. Um, And I appreciated that because there was communication there. Speaking of communication, last expectation I have of a guy going in.
1: I'm interested on your thoughts on this one because I have a question to follow up.
0: Is I expect him to communicate afterwards. Whether it's to plan another date or to say he doesn't want to do this again. Either one of those things I think should be communicated. However... This is not solely his responsibility. I all, uh, Here's my MO. You tell me what what you think if I'm off base. If I go out with a guy on a first date and I, by the end of that first date, know I don't want to do this again. I will tell him at the end of the day, hey, thanks so much. Appreciate your time. Something. I don't say, oh, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I make sure to not say that. I say, hey, thanks so much. Appreciate your time. Something. Close it out. Leave it at that. And if I don't want to go out again, that's the end of my communication. If he reaches out and says, hey, I want to do this again or whatever, then I'll say, I just don't know. Um, And depending... Sometimes I'll even give it a day or so and be like, hey, I've been thinking about it. I just don't feel a connection here. Really appreciate your time. Wish you the best. Um, But if I want to do that again i will say at the end of a date, hey i had a really good time thanks so much Would love to do it again if you want to whatever mm-hmm. and then it probably either depending you have to play it by ear but either later that night or the next day i'll just text and be like hey thanks again i really had a good time and that's nine times out of ten what i do
1: okay define afterward what do you mean by that what span of time are you covering with afterward
0: I think it depends on what your communication looked like beforehand. Okay. If you talked on the phone every three days beforehand and you haven't heard from him in a week, that's not, but, but if prior to that y'all had been like, let's say you met on an app or you met online or even if you knew each other beforehand and you were texting really consistently before that Mm -hmm. and you go out and then it's been two days and it's radio silence, then that's not communicating. I, I think the communication be should be, consistent with whatever the communication pattern that had been set was okay
1: but define afterward like are you uh, here's the reason why i'm pushing you on this are you talking about immediately after the day it has ended no. within a few days span of time like, well
0: i'm meaning if you talk every day before leading up to it then probably the next day there should be some communication
1: okay but you're not saying it has to be immediately after no. the day okay no gotcha
0: I have had a guy, guys, or one that I can think of. A guys. A, well, I was the a guy, and I was like, "Well, there's I can only think of one, who we went on a date. It was awkward. It wasn't the greatest. I wasn't sure. And before I had even gotten home, he was texting me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that awkwardness, was because I did not want to go out again, and he really seemed like he wanted to, but. I would say, if you go to dinner, you go to a movie, you go do whatever, and you get home at, if you get home at nine or ten o'clock, don't text the person that day. Yeah. Later that day, but if you, it's a Saturday and you go out and you get home at two o'clock in the afternoon or three, and by nine o'clock you're like, hey, thanks again, I had a really good time. That's fine. Otherwise, it should be the next day.
1: Funny story, I uh, I went on a first date with someone. This has been months ago. And after the date, I was like, I don't know. What do I say? Because it went, it went really well. Yeah. What do I say? Yeah. So I called uh, my best friend who was on a date with his then fiance <laughs> at the time. Uh, and they were coming back. they now married, praise the Lord. Uh, but I called him cause I knew they were together and I really just wanted to talk to her and I was like, what do I say? She helped me write out like a full text message. That's like, this awesome. is what you, you should say and how you should word Not it. Now make
0: it sound like you.
1: Now, now make it fit your MO. I sent it and then I got a reply pretty quickly afterwards. That was a really good reply. I yeah. was like, yeah, we definitely should do this again when works best for you. So we went out again a couple yeah. of times, but sometimes you need to get another perspective on what to say because again there's pressure on the guy
0: for sure to
1: initiate and to say something but I was curious because I think it's okay to say something immediately after the date yeah hey I had a really good time but I would almost on the guy's side of things formulated in a question rather than a statement yeah so I really had a good time would you like to go out and do this again
0: that's the ideal first date ending yeah and to know we're doing this again.
1: But instead of making it let's go out again. Yes, because now there's more added pressure on on the girls' side of things of he's saying we're doing this again yeah, I don't and want I'm to. I don't want to I'm saying no. yeah. instead of he's being kind and asking, would you would you like to do this again? you at least have a couple different responses that you can give. If you're just straight up no, you'd say, well, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but at, at this time, I just, well, don't even say at this time because that, that opens a whole other can of worms. But I just don't see it going any further than this. Thank you so yeah. much. You can also say, I think this is a, an okay line of, well, let me actually think on. That.
0: Yep, I was thinking the exact same thing.
1: Let me get back to you on that. But give it actually say the span of time that that will fit within. Yes. Let me think for a a few days, a day or two, two or three days. Let me think about it, and I'll get back to you on that. But also be kind and saying, and I I really do appreciate you taking me out. Yeah. Because I think that is, we get into this mode when we're trying to figure out how to end things or how to keep moving forward where you don't know the person and you might be stepping on their feelings accidentally or not you're still doing it so if you can carry yourself in such a way where if you say, well, let me think about it, and for you that's an open-ended way of saying no, you're just too nice to say no. <laughs> it's a
0: nice way of ghosting them.
1: <laughs> you're actually doing more harm yeah. than good. I understand that you're trying to be gentle, but you're actually being unloving and unkind in that way. Yeah. And let me, let me just lay this out, because this is a Christian podcast. That person that you're talking about or going out with across the table is either your brother in Christ or your sister in Christ. So you should be concerned with the way in which you carry yourself. Does it honor them? Does it care for the way that they're going to operate? Because you should see them first and foremost in that light. Mm
0: -hmm. If
1: you are unkind, you are treating them as somebody that is lesser value than that person in Christ.
0: Yeah. That's Preacher Dalton. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so true, though. The... our pride kicks in and this self-preservation thing of like, Oh, I don't want to have a hard conversation yep. and I don't want to whatever. Um, I think there's also a little bit of a pride element of I've realized this in myself and at times where it's like, okay, we've been out on one or two dates and I'm not feeling it. And I'm like, Oh my word, what am I going to say? How am I going to let this guy down easy? Like what, when I'm like, we've been on two dates. I'm not that great that everyone's in love with me after two dates. And mm-hmm. how am I going to let him down easy? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, It's fine after those couple of days to just say, hey, I really appreciate your time. I'm just not feeling it. You don't have to say it like that. But like, you don't have to have this elaborate Mm -hmm. reason after a couple of dates. And there's a pride element, I think, of thinking that everyone is just falling all over themselves to date you. And they aren't going to be able to handle a little rejection after a couple of dates.
1: In fact, if that's the case, you should be more concerned. Good point. If that person, <laughs> yeah, because I come from background where the school I went to, this was a thing. There were guys that would go out on the first or second date, yeah, and just say, "Okay, we can have this many kids, <gasps> and we can get married." They're, I'm, I'm not even joking. That was oh, a I would real ru- thing. <sighs> Oh, I mean, it never went well for them. But you like you yeah. have these guys confessing their love for for these women and I'm like, "You have Dude. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. What this looks like. Just stop." <laughs> so y- that should be a red flag. Yeah. If if they're so emotionally attached after one or two dates, don't even go there. Don't yeah. Don't even worry about letting them <laughs> down. Like they got more problems to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Just dunzo, move
0: on. Move on. Yeah. It's true. Okay. okay.
1: Let me ask this question. Yes. What do you expect? We're talking about expectations of the person. What yeah. do you expect of the date itself?
0: Honestly, I go into a date expecting to have a good time. Nothing and wrong with that. Like it's, I feel like it's a much better mindset to take into it instead of assuming oh, this is a first date. It's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be bad. And It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. To mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I'm expecting this to be good. Ah, so okay. the things that the little awkward moments, because I'm expecting it to be good. You just kind of brush those off as little awkward moments. Whereas if you go into it expecting it to be awkward and weird or whatever, when those little things pop up, that's all you're going to remember because that's what you were expecting. So I have found it to be helpful. And honestly, that's about all I expect at this point. That might be a little bit of a jaded perspective in that like, okay, all I'm going to expect is to have a good time because nothing else ever like... There's no use in having any other expectations. Um, but I think it's kind of helped in a weird way because you just let it be what it is.
1: I had a conversation recently. It wasn't surrounding dating. It was surrounding a hard is- issue and circumstance. But we talked about expectations. What What is your approach and your expectations going into this? Are you just assuming or planning for the worst? Well, that's not going to put you in a good frame of mind. Yeah, I think it really is. I think you're onto something there when you approach it thinking okay this is going to go well we're going to have fun
0: yeah
1: doesn't mean that we're going to be married within six months but i expect to have fun i know there's going to be awkward moments and weird points of the conversation that were unexpected that's just two people that don't know one another yeah that's to be expected actually Mm -hmm. but you should anticipate having fun with it don't just walk into it assuming okay well if this happens i can do this if it goes bad, well then I'll say this. How about you just walk in and give it a chance? Yeah. That's gonna be one of the biggest things that I hammer home on this. Give someone a chance. Either side of the table, guy yeah. or girl, give them a chance and see what God does or what God does not do. Yeah. But don't just immediately shut the door and just assume the worst because then nothing nothing is gonna happen. Nothing to come can right. happen. Exactly. Then.
0: Yeah. It's so true.
1: For me, yes one of the expectations that I have is that I actually expect the day to take some time. Like what if do you, you mean by so that? if if we say, Hey, we're we're gonna go out and let's grab dinner, let's go for a walk in this particular park, and you say, Okay, but I've only got like an hour and a half and then I've gotta be somewhere else. Okay. I have a problem with that. Okay. Here is why. You're not really open to having longer conversations. Now <gasps> Hold on, because I know you're going to add. Uh, No, no,
0: no. I'm just, I'm processing. Go ahead.
1: If you're not open to, okay, maybe this extends a little bit, I'm already going to assume you don't have high expectations for it. Because conversations on first dates tend to go long if it's going well. Yes. I'm not expecting five, six hours.
0: Okay. Hear me. Okay.
1: I'm not expecting that. But are you willing to, okay, we're having a really good conversation. I really don't want to cut this off right now. Yes, I've got a little while extra. Let us just stick around here, keep talking. But if it yes. if the conversation's going really well, or at least in the guy's perspective, but your time is up, and she says, "Well, I got to go," that doesn't bode well for my confidence. Okay.
0: Going to do it. Uh, yes, I get that from from the girl's perspective. If a guy's trying to plan a five, six, seven hour date on the oh, no. first date, no, no. no. I, that's kind of like, um, I start to get a little antsy because I'm like, what if by hour two, I'm like, oh no, this isn't going anywhere. But I get what you're saying of don't necessarily put an end time on it. Mm. Um, I, (laughs) I do usually try, if it's a first date where I don't know anything about this guy, I do usually try to have. Tentative plans later.
1: Oh, always have a backup plan. So
0: that if it's not going well, hey, look, I gotta run, I gotta get to my sister's. Whatever, I don't know. Always but have an those, escape room. My backup, my plans know that if this is going well, they're getting kicked to the curb.
1: And that's the distinction, and th- okay? That so, I would yeah. like to make there of if you have something hard set, I will not break this yeah. whatsoever. I'm probably gonna say, well. Let's plan it a different day. Okay. So we can have the option of having a little more time if if we so desire. Okay. But it's okay to have a backup plan so you can have a bailout. <laughs> okay. Because if it's not going well, bailout. Okay. Pull the chute, get out of there. <laughs> I don't care what you yes. have to do, but be willing to give it a little bit extra time. Yeah. Again, I'm not expecting, and I really don't want five, six hours. Yeah. That's
0: ridiculous. Well, I th- I think that's one of the the best signs that a first date is going well is if it extends or if it goes to another location. Hey, where we're going to, let's have dinner. We're going to have dinner on Friday night and you get done with dinner and it's kind of like, um, well, we could go get ice cream or, um, well there's a park over there or like that's a big sign that, Mm -hmm. Hey, this is going really well because no one's going to say, Hey, let's go do something else if they're not having a good time. Absolutely. So I think that's a, good expectation.
1: I think the other big thing in terms of managing expectations is by the end of the first and I'm stretching it out here the first few dates. Yeah. You're not expecting that everything is figured out. No. In terms of you're not expecting the guy to to immediately say okay, we need to start dating, Be- become facebook official <laughs> or whatever. I don't think I've ever actually put a
0: relationship is. on facebook.
1: I mean, I've done it w- Once before, but that was a long-term relationship.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But that was also really, before Instagram and all these things were massive. I mean, they were still big, but they weren't as massive as they are now. I guess TikTok's a big thing now, which...
0: I don't know. Snapchat and TikTok both. I've I've never had a (laughs) tiki-talkie. I'm just like, no, thanks.
1: Uh, But yeah, I, I don't want you to put the pressure on me to line out All of these different things of, okay, we need to be starting dating now, and this is where we're going, and this is where we're headed. Chill.
0: Yeah. Let's put a pin in, though. I have a question for a later episode of when it gets to that point. What do you do? Yeah, because I expect the guy to bring it up.
1: Okay, so that was a teaser. Yeah.
0: So More to come. I'm putting this on our list, but I want to talk about that because... I've been in situations where the guy has done that well. I've been in situations where I'm like, okay, we're just off into the abyss of going on dates. I don't know what this is. We're hovering in a black hole. Basically. Yeah. So let's talk about that more later. Put it down. Okay. So then we went through all my expectations of like a guy. And I know some of yours of like the girl on a date mirror that a little bit. But.
1: I kind of sprinkle most of mine okay. in there. Okay.
0: Okay. I didn't want to rob you of anything.
1: No, I, I respond and also just go ahead and throw my thoughts out there. That's
0: fine. That's perfect. Okay. So do you have anything else? Do you have any wise words to close us out or any thoughts or we can just cut it there?
1: Go on a date.
0: Yes. Okay. For real though, first dates, like honestly, I don't really get nervous on them anymore. I don't really, like (laughs) I've been on enough of them that I know how it goes. I also know that I can ramble enough that i can fill an hour and a half if i right. need to you can agree with that it's fine uh-huh. <laughs> but that's only because i've done it don't don't let being afraid of messing up a first date keep you from going on them you yeah. probably aren't going to mess it up the first ones are going to be awkward you got to figure it out but it's just like anything else the more you do it the more you th- get it get out there the easier it's going to get
1: yeah and i'd say guys go for it yeah but also, don't be afraid of failure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. Don't beat yourself up over it unless you did something stupid <laughs> and then you can learn from it. <laughs> yeah. But if it, if it doesn't go well, the, the whole goal is learning. We yes. learn the most through our failures.
0: Absolutely. So- also, nervousness is not failure. No. I will say this. And I don't know if guys know this or not. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But if a guy's nervous on a first date, I find it absolutely adorable.
1: Well, the number of nervous it's things I've done very endearing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I stepped in a flower pot one time. <laughs> I was walking around. I, I wasn't looking where I was going because I was talking. I stepped right in the flower pot, fell over. It was hilarious.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, because I get done on a first date and I'm like talking to the girls. And they're like, how was it? And I'm like, well, it was fine. And I was like, I think he was a little nervous. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. So... Use your nervousness Meanwhile, guys to are your advantage. Nervous and
1: they make fun of you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, you, we don't hate it. It's endearing because it means you care. If you're not, if you're nervous about it, it, means you're trying to impress the girl. You want her to like you. Most guys and are nervous. That's. I'm just saying, it's very endearing. If you're
1: going, if a guy is going into, it, I think girls can be less nervous because there's less pressure on them. Fair enough. If, if a guy is going into it and he's not nervous, one of two things has happened. He's experienced in dating. <laughs> And so he's just used to this. Yeah. Or two, and what I find most common, he's a little bit too prideful. Mm. He's a little bit too confident in himself.
0: Interesting.
1: And that's a problem. Yeah. Don't be overly confident in yourself to say, I just know this is going to go well because look at me.
0: (laughs) You say that in the mirror as you're getting ready. Yeah, (laughs) let
1: me say the flip side to you. It ain't going to go well because look at you.
0: (laughs) That's the perfect note to end it on. There we go. Look at you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, guys, we will wrap it up there. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. We are going to be talking about what to look for when you're looking. Ooh. Um, we're going to talk about supermodels with study Bibles and knights in shining armor. If that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. So come back next week. Uh, we will have that for you. So yeah, we will be back next Wednesday. Until then, I am Bethany. I'm Dalton. And this is Looking for the Middle.